de Global Latin Factor Podcast. Welcome back to the Global Latin Factor Podcast and another episode. I'm your host, Crispin Valentin or Crispin Valentin. One of these days, one of these days, I am going to give you the story of my name. When the time is right, I will. However, not today. And today, I have a very special person with me. She's going to be helping me with the podcast, at least for today. Her name is Mia. And hola, Mia. Hello, Mia. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing good. And uh, real quickly, tell us a little, little bit about yourself. What do you like to do? What, what inspires you? What, why you want to do a podcast? Uh, okay, well, I'm from Dallas, Texas. And why I want to do a podcast is basically because I just want to give information out there about my life, um, give some advice to just young women. I know I'm young, but I feel like I'm mature, or like Absolutely. a little bit wise for my age. Uh, and I just have a story to tell. Why do you think that uh, as far as where does it come from as far as inspiring girls or inspiring women? Why do you think it's needed? Um, everyone has their own story. Everyone has their own life lessons. Um, just because there's this, this this little quote or saying that I go by, right. which is um, to lose everything, like you gain all the knowledge. It, it goes something like that. I like you, you lose everything to I gain know, all the knowledge. I can't. I can't. Re- I can't say it right now either. But I'm <laughs> the same. We're thinking about the same thing. And uh, why do you think it's important though to to empower women to talk about women to have somebody that they can look up to based on your story, even though, let's say you might be young, that you could feel that, that, that it's needed. Why? Um, I feel like women nowadays, they don't respect themselves right. or they don't see what they're worth or just the value that they have. Um, we tend to put ourselves down and we're like our biggest enemy, just ourselves. Right. So just to have someone um, to explain or basically understand what other women are going through. Like, we all go through the same thing. It's just a different story. And just to help each other out, like, that's what we need to do is just uplift everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Instead of, like, hate. <laughs> yeah, well, you came to the right place because here at the Global Latin Factor, besides bringing awareness that Latinos have contributed a lot to the world, also we try to empower you, empower you, and... Uh, also make you aware that it's possible to do a lot of things because a lot of these individuals, if you didn't know it or not, are Latinos that have done amazing things from making it to space, to finding new worlds, to distributing, you know, food that you would never think about, right? That that we deal every day, all of a sudden we take it for granted that all of a sudden we have that. And, and again, it's all about empowering people too. And, uh, Quick, quick. Uh, so I'm going to tell you about me. So my name, I don't think, I think I did that a little bit the last intro. So my name is Crispin Valentin. I'll tell you about my name later on. Explain to you the story. I just know that I'm a love child. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> and uh, I'm a veteran. Uh, I've been to war. I have been a Latino more than 10,000 hours. So I mastered being a Latino. You know that? That's pretty good, right? Yeah, those are really good. <laughs> what are you talking about? So, okay, so there's a thing with this guy that came up that if you do 10,000 hours of something, mm-hmm. it technically makes you a master of something. So, I've done 10,000 hours of being Latino. So, guess what? I'm a master of being Ooh. a Latino. <laughs> so, those are my credentials that I have. And then I have, of course, so, as I said, I'm a veteran. I, I've been to war, like real war, and and traveled different places in the world. 
and it just opens your eyes to different things that 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 the way that people live and and things like that, and especially being so close to whether you want it or not, like death, you know. And I I didn't have a near death experience, but literally, like every day is like something can go bad. So I don't have bad days. Do you know why I don't never have bad days? No, why? Tell because me. when I was in Iraq, if I had a bad day, that could be all kinds of stuff. Either I lose a friend. Either I get blown up, I lose something, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I can't ever afford to have a bad day. Even to this day, I don't ever have a bad day. I have challenging days because there is a lot of things that happen as far as challenging and, and days that are not going the best it possibly. But at the end of the day, I feel like even those make me better because I can't afford to have a bad day. I really can't. Life is really too short. Life is really too short. And they said if you have a miserable life, you'll have a longer life. But at the same time... The opposite would be if you have a joyful life would be fast. I want it to be short, sweet, and beautiful, you know? Yeah. I think I live a good life. I don't want to go anywhere. But at the same time, I, I enjoy the fact that, that I get to be joyful and, and make it to wherever the, the next destination is, happy, and just like that. Yeah. Wow, so poetic. I know, right? I told you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to open your, your ears, your eyes, your everything, your soul. And maybe... <laughs> maybe... <laughs> It was a little bit of something that happened to me that I would never share ever <laughs> in public. Okay, so before we get to our next global Latin factor, so the global Latin factor pretty much, so what it means to me as far as the global Latin factor, I have a, a little statement for it, but pretty much uh, just real short. It's like everything that Latinos have contributed to the world that sometimes we take it for granted, such as corn, uh, cacao, chocolate. Things like that that we just forgot that we contributed to, you know. The fact that we have astronauts that went out to space that are Latino, women astronauts. Did you know there was a women astronaut that made it all the way? No, exactly. I did not know that. There, there was. There is. There was a Alan Ochoa made it all the way to space and was one of the, the first Latina that ever make it to it. So Latina, she wasn't Hispanic, technically she didn't know Spanish. You know you, you know the difference between that? No, I okay. did not know. Another real short one is like Hispanics mostly speak Spanish, right? Yeah. And Latinos mostly are in the Americas and the Caribbean people. That's pretty much what it is. So pretty much behind us, we have the banner that has pretty much all the Latin American flags. But technically, Hispanic people are not Latinos, such as Spaniards, because they're not in South America. Uh -huh. And then at the same time, not, not all Latinos speak Spanish because Brazilians are considered uh, Latinos, but they speak Brazil, Brazilian. Or like or Portuguese. Portuguese. Portuguese yeah. right? <laughs> Whatever. They, I was close. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was thinking the uh, I was thinking the other day because I was watching uh, another podcast. I won't say their name because uh, they're very popular. And, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. But they have uh, every so often they have doctors and people that are real experts about certain things. And then we're talking about food and things like that. But you know what? What made me think is that, you know how we can never find, the, like, the, the not a good diet, but a good way to eat? Mm -hmm. And this is all my experience. This is all my belief. Like, what I, I concluded, not what I know or study with. I have no degree. Besides the 10,000 hours of being Latino, <laughs> that's all I have. But I think about it. Like, right? Like, do you know, like, two, three generations back or where your family's from? Honestly, no, I don't. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with it because I don't either. I know up to my grandma, great grandma, 
And she was alive when I met her, but I was too little to remember who she was. But all I know is most of my family was from Mexico. And that's that's all I know. Yeah. Now, what do we look like? You know, I'm a little shorter, dark dude. You say I'm maybe <laughs> Latino, like uh, Aztec or around the, that type. But for whatever reason, I went to Manila, the Philippines years ago, right? And I swear, I was amongst my people. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I was amongst, because I look just like them. And for whatever reason, I get this weird feeling inside me. I didn't feel like I was home, but at the same time, I didn't feel out of place when I was over there. Yeah. Because I looked just like them, except for my nose. You told me I had a... Get a good shot, Carlos. You told me I had a cute nose. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it. So, I don't know if maybe generations ago, maybe there was a, a little local uh, Filipino that came over that did this thing with some <laughs> of my relatives. And before you know, you know, he took off and left us. And, you know, it could have been. Maybe. And then... Of course, he had a way of eating, and I had a way of eating, uh, that area of eating. So all that stuff gets passed on. So, of course, if we don't know where we come from, if we don't know if we were European, if we don't know if we were African, whatever the case might be, you know. And, and all our ancestors might have been used to eating certain things, but we are putting foreign things to them in our bodies. And, of course, our bodies are going to respond, you know. Yeah. I, like, you know about, I, I could tell that you, you can... Tell about your body when certain things are not right, right? Oh, yeah. You could totally tell when your body's off. Like You know what I mean? Yeah, you could tell. Uh, <laughs> you start feeling sick or, like, you just feel weird, like, funky. Exactly. like And now, and like... sometimes you can't explain it. Maybe just something that you ate that maybe your ancestors were not accustomed to. <laughs> so that's why I feel like we can't ever find it. Because if we can't really true find, like, a genetic gene test that can tell you exactly what the things that you are. Because I know they have test for allergies and things like that, but I really don't think it's concrete as far as what your ancestors used to eat and what you're used to eating. And then that's the reason why we can't ever to this day get exactly. In fact, even our 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 mouths are, are smaller. You know that? Our, our crooked teeth that we call it now crooked teeth is, is not because it's a it's it's a we're having bad dentures, it's because our mouth is getting smaller, you know? I did not know that. Yes, I I learned that today. And it makes a lot of sense though because before we used to not not have the things that we have now as far as the way that we feed our bodies. So it only makes sense to me. It makes sense to me that, that, that it is true that if we were to be left alone the way that we were, our mouths would be bigger, our, our jaws would be bigger, and our teeth wouldn't be crooked. We're making it worse by making them straight, you know? Yeah. And, that's cr- and then it also affects our breathing. So I'm just saying, it's only obvious that we, we haven't found a right diet or whatever it is there's a reason why people are allergic to gluten there's a reason why people are allergic to to milk you know lactose intolerant and all that there's, there's a reason for it because our ancestors weren't accustomed to that and we got their blood running through our veins yeah we sure do <laughs> and speaking of our first topic of the day we're going to talk about tomatoes do you know any other name for tomatoes like tomato, right? Yeah. It's, it's, Jitomate. It's Spanish. But you're real close because the, the actual, it's called the, the Aztec language, which is Nahuatl. They call it tom, tomat. Tomat. So it's T-O-M-A-T-L. That's where the original word comes from. But they used to call it, and which it means is it's bursting fruit. So if you think about it, if you bite into a tomato, what happens? It's burst all over the place, right? Honestly, I've never been into like a tomato like that. You never? No, and do I really, like I don't even honestly don't like tomatoes. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But I, I enjoy. You like Italian? 
Yeah, but well, that's like, but that's, but that's like sauce and like it's like mixed, you know. It's not like a so tomato. You don't like raw like, tomatoes. Yeah, like okay. no. I love raw tomatoes. You know, my no. favorite thing to do is chop up some tomatoes into slices, some onion slices, and some limon and sal. Oof, it's so good. No, it is. I'm just saying it is to me, but to each their own. You know? <laughs> not everybody's a winner and likes tomatoes. All right, so check it out. So the word itself comes from Nahuatl. The tomatoes came from the Aztecs. And again, another contribution from the Americas that the uh, Hernan Cortes, which is a conqueror from Spain, came over, discovered tomatoes and took it back to Europe. And then from Europe, they went all over the place, you know. Fun fact that I didn't know, and maybe you know. Did you know that you don't refrigerate tomatoes? For real? Yeah. <laughs> but don't everyone put them in the refrigerator? I know. <laughs> but supposedly they lose a, like a lot of different things and nutrients and diff- even the taste itself is affected when you refrigerate it. But wouldn't it get all nasty like out like just I mean, in the pantry you have or something? I mean, use it kind of quicker, but it it belongs outside. But I, I promise you. I don't think people eat tomatoes that fast to like let it sit out like that. Well, you have to plan accordingly so you don't have to. Because literally, I, I, I'm i going to test it myself. You know, I'm going to get tomatoes and leave them out, planning to use them in a couple of days so I can go ahead and, uh, you know, see if there's a difference. When you, but use them like bananas. You know how bananas get all like brown and stuff? I don't put them in the refrigerator. Bananas I don't put bananas really in the refrigerator, bananas. but you know how you leave bananas out? So you're going to leave like your tomatoes out with the bananas? Don't, no, don't ever leave them because bana- bananas... They they give off this gas, and they uh like your your apple. No no that's apples. My bad, not bananas. That's the wrong fruit. But anyways, no I don't think so. I think I'll be all right. I'm gonna try it because I want to see if there's a difference. What about ketchup? Do you think ketchup goes in the refrigerator? Yes. No. It yes. Does, not. does it the does ketchup it. go in the refrigerator? No. Think about it. Every restaurant that you go to, the ketchup's right there. Yeah, I mean it is out, but it doesn't I mean, go bad. It actually tastes. But really what about good. whenever it gets all watery and you gotta like shake the bottle well, and then it, the and bottle. then, but then it makes like these nasty like fart noises, you know? <laughs> but you gotta shake. You gotta shake the bottle good. Have plenty of. I'm, I'm helping you a lot today. Like so, it sounds like bubble guts, you know, when you like. Yeah, but you have to be it. like. You have to make sure you have plenty of ketchup, first of all, and then you leave it outside and you can have actual ketchup outside you don't have to refrigerate it it's not needed i don't know i'm telling you uh, hey these are doctors <laughs> these are experts that i was looking into and okay another question for you are are tomatoes a fruit or a vegetable oh uh they're a fruit right tomatoes are fruits just because they have seeds right okay so botanically or biologically however you want to say it, it it is a fruit but you know why they technically here in the states in other countries they call it a fruit and mm-hmm. they're okay with but you know why they made it into a vegetable here in the united states no okay so back in 1883 in new york so they were getting a lot of imports from the caribbeans for tomatoes mm-hmm. and the people here in new york were like the people that were cultivating tomato like hey you know they're gonna take off our business they're gonna messing with our money so they put a tariff on all vegetables so the guy that was transporting the vegetables from the caribbeans he said they're not a vegetable they're a fruit and they went all the way to the supreme court all the way to the supreme court and the supreme court agreed with them that it was a vegetable see i always i, I always freaked out or always was like 
Why is everybody so concerned with who they put in, in the actual Supreme Court, like the highest court in the land, right? Yeah. But then, okay, so I get it that, that Americans were going to lose out on money, right? But is it the right thing to do? To Technically, even though it is a fruit, just because it was going to cost money to the American people here to make it a vegetable? I mean, isn't it a waste of like time and energy to fight over something so well, unnecessary? They did, it. they did it, and eventually they... like. Vegetable one. So here in the States, we recognize it as a vegetable. But if you go in other places in other countries in the world, they're a fruit. Because it's technically a berry. It's a berry? Yes. <laughs> what? A tomato is a berry? Yeah. We consume the average human, even if you don't raw, <laughs> consume them raw, 20 pounds of tomatoes a year. I mean, I could believe that. I could believe that, too. I could believe that. I could believe that, too. Yeah. And uh, at one time, for a long time, tomatoes were not very, very popular because the elite or the people that had a little bit of money, those pipiris nice, they served platters that were called, was called pewter. Pewter. And pewter is actually like some material, copper, and some of them had lead, right? So if you serve any other kind of food, you're fine to eat it, even your silverware, nothing happens. However, when you put tomatoes in there, the tomato and the acidic part of the tomato, he actually releases some of the lead. So some of the people that were a little wealthier, rich, they were getting sick. And they were thinking it was a tomato that was making them sick. But that wasn't true. And the people that were poor, they had wooden forks. They were just fine. Oh, no, they're freaking good. What are you talking about? This tomato is great. There's nothing wrong with it. So they were not popular for a long time. But, you know, it's technically just the... the you know, it's just the fact that they were using the, the type of uh, a silverware that they were using. And the t tomato, talk about global, right? China, Italy, Britain, <laughs> India, Middle, Middle, uh, Middle East and North Africa, and of course, North America. So it's crazy to me, right, that we take a, a thing that is from the Americas, that new world, they call it, even though it's technically an old world here. Yeah. And then they take it to the old world and then just to turn it right back around to the americas it's like a and they this they did the same thing with chocolate just like go over here poop, right back over here like a boomerang poop. like a big old you yep like a big old you <laughs> and it went like that for a lot of things corn too they took it over to europe and then whoop, right back to the u.s that's crazy right yeah yeah so that's the contribution that the latino culture has made to the world which is the tomato and uh, Oh, so at one time, tomatoes, when they were not popular, they started to make them, uh, they were used for decoration. So people would garden, like grow, put them in their garden just for looks. Oh, like roses? Like kind of like tomato that. roses. Kind of like that. Like, why you got so many tomatoes? What about like the little baby tomatoes? What are those like? The little mini ones? The yeah. The little baby ones? Yeah, that look like kind of like olives, but they're tomatoes. Uh -huh. Like cherry yeah. tomatoes. Yeah, cherry tomatoes. That's what they're called. Yeah, I don't know where they're from. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're probably like a genetically modifying to be in a little tomato. Probably. Maybe not. You want to look it up, Carlos? Carlos is going to go ahead and check it out for us. All right. So, again, uh, tomatoes, one of the contributions. Oh, did you know the word ketchup was actually Chinese? Ketchup? Yep. It was not the same word, but it was kind of like that. It was actually they used fish sauce. It was kind of like a ketchup. But ketchup was not always just ketchup like with tomatoes. Tomatoes came later. They used to make it with nuts, mushrooms, and different things like that. They call it a ketchup. But it wasn't until later, later on that they made it into actually officially ketchup. 
with tomatoes. And what's the difference between like ketchup oh, and like? like what's that? <laughs> I don't have to read. Cherry tomatoes are descendants of the wild tomato whose origin can be traced to coastal South America. Millions of years ago, first strain of cherry tomatoes were cultivated in Mesoamerica. Farmers at least thousand miles away from North Central America. Here you go. In other countries, cherry tomatoes. Just saying. We tend to forget. We take it for granted how many things we already contributed to the world as far as Latinos. And we're not much different than anybody else, you know? We just do, let's say, let's say, okay, so what generation are you as far as uh, Mexicana? Oh, okay. So my grandparents on my dad's side are from Mexico. Uh And then on my mom's side, it's like my great-grandparents that Mm -hmm. are from Mexico. So what does that make me? So they were, so your parents were born here? Yeah, both my parents were born. So you're third generation. I'm considered third? Yeah, you'll be a third generation Mexicana. Okay. But do you really feel like you do anything different as far as America? Because you wouldn't know what to do if you went back to Mexico, right? Because you don't... Yeah, I would not know anything honestly like i don't know how to speak spanish my parents they know how to speak spanish read write it everything but Mm -hmm. they just didn't teach me um my dad he's been to mexico so many times growing up my mom she hasn't really gone um but if i went i would not know anything you know and and i know you told me that before and i think okay so the ellen ochoa the one the astronaut lady Mm -hmm. her, her dad didn't want her to speak spanish because at that time there was a lot of racism going on towards Latinos. So a lot of the, a lot of the parents, a lot of time, discourage their kids to to teach them Spanish for the same thing. They don't want to run into issues, mm-hmm. you know, have problems, get you know, racist issues, whatever the case might be. Yeah. You know, so I don't see what people. So to me, it feels like a lot of the times people, ignorance, of course, but they really don't understand that just because. You don't know. You don't. They don't know your life story as far as like why you don't know. Maybe your parents. Maybe your mom and your dad were protecting you to make sure that you didn't get, you know, call names or different things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, just make you as much American as possible and try to have an easier life. Yeah. You know, it's not a requirement. I feel like because you don't know people's life. You don't know what they have to go through. You don't know what their parents had in mind in order for you not to learn Spanish. Yeah. You know, maybe it was a protective mechanism. Yeah, but. I wish they taught me, like, now I ask them, like, teach me, like, teach me a couple things, mm-hmm. because, you know, even now, like, yeah. culture very well but that doesn't make me any less you know like i I, it's not like i hate it like i'm not trying to like learn or do anything like i like it like i do like other stuff well you Um, came to the right place to learn about (laughs) it but at the same time like like it's easy for people to cast cast stones when they live in a glass house you know Mm -hmm. so it's easy like but at at the same time who cares but if you want to do something about it you want to learn some more it's not too too late you know there's courses there's different we got apps for things to learn more spanish and learn about whatever it is. In fact, if you stick around here, you're going to learn a lot about Latino culture. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, and I will teach you a couple of phrases. We can do a phrase of the day. Oh, yeah. We do we'll do a phrase <laughs> of the day on our next episode. This is the Global Latin Factor Podcast. We'll see you till the next episode. Bye. Todos en este país.